Salutations and Ave. Welcome to Babylon Rising, an occult podcast with a focus on sexuality, art, and liberation. My name is Rhea. I use they and them pronouns, and I am pleased as a peach to have you here. Hello, I'm so excited for this episode where we will be talking about demons, Um, and I'm very hyped for it. Really, this all started about three years ago when my spiritual practice was um, as intense as it had ever been by that point, and I was learning a lot about myself and what magic could mean for me and how I was having so many strange experiences that were really changing the way that I saw the world and spirituality itself. And I could really feel myself being pulled in a darker direction, not in a negative um, way at all, but just I was really being pulled to face my own darkness. And through that realization, I was drawn to uh, lots of different types of occultism, to learning about cultism in general and specifically to grimoire magic and demon magic and I was so interested in it I wanted to know what other people thought about this um, and what other people were doing and everything went downhill from there to be honest Um, so I really want to share what I've learned what I think about this and some experiences on the matter so hopefully it'll give you some insight if you choose to work with these entities but maybe it'll just be entertaining for you um, if that's all you're after. In which case, um, I hope you have a snack. I hope you put on your seatbelt and your helmet. Actually, let me take a sip of my drink because I'm thirsty. So my working definition of a demon is generally a a spiritual entity or force that has gone through a process of demonization and when the relationship generally that humans have with these spiritual forces or entities turns to a path of demonization i think it really changes what these forces are they aren't what they used to be anymore. You can't just call, in my opinion, the demons of the Goetia daemons, even though the history of these spiritual workings is largely based in Greek magic. And, you know, the history lines up, but that's not really what these things are when people work with them today, at the very least. I think through the process of demonization, these spiritual forces turn into an infernal version of what they once were or not an infernal version but um a demonic version a darker version of what they once were um and that's really exciting to me because when you work with these entities they are they say a lot about people um they reveal a lot about what it means to be a person and how humans are not to mention if you're the one summoning them yourself personally it's like holding up a black mirror to your soul something that i've really begun to recognize is that everyone has their own darkness 
And it's a matter of whether or not you're willing to explore that. And I think that's really what's so upsetting about demons to people when they find out that's something you're interested in. It's really scary to think about somebody who is really interested in exploring um, the darkness that already exists inside of them. It can make people feel like you're um, creating this problem. It's like um, the common phenomenon of when marginalized people, for example, when um, a homosexual or gay person brings up gay discrimination in the workplace, for example, and non-gay people feel like not that this person is revealing an issue that they didn't notice, but that this person, by mentioning this issue, is creating the issue and acknowledging it. I'm not creating darkness by acknowledging darkness. It already exists. It's going to exist whether anybody talks about it or not. But demons help us to face this, to deal with it, to learn from it, um, instead of letting it linger beneath the surface of our lives um, and secretly ruling our behavior. That's what I like about these entities. It's that it's not really the same as working with anything else because, you know, there are expectations that, you know, when you decide to ask something of them or ask them for help, they will do it in a very intense way, um, you know, through in inviting that energy into your life. What you are asking for is a lot, not that what you actually literally want as your goal is a lot, but that in the process, like of achieving whatever goal it is you set out as a magician through your working, the process through which you will achieve that is going to be more difficult and more intense because you're just taking a harder path, you know, you're asking to go take like the long and treacherous road to go get a sandwich from the sandwich shop basically um and that can make the sandwich more meaningful in the end that's what i think personally i've just always felt really confronted um and intrigued by this whole process and i remember the first working i did um wasn't really technically working with a demon it was an invocation of lucifer which again complicated but keep in mind my working definition um and i didn't feel very con confronted at first but all of a sudden i just started being a little more on edge and i just started noticing things that i didn't like more frequently about myself and others and then um what had happened that really freaked me out at the time was that I was working really late at my desk um, and talking to myself like I like to do and working really late and watching movies with only like the lamp by my side to keep me company. And I dropped my eraser behind me. I like dropped it and it bounced behind my chair and I it wasn't a proper desk chair so I couldn't swing around I had to like shuffle the regular chair and then twist around so I'm trying to start doing this and I immediately am crouched down because like I know the erasers on the floor I'm not going to turn around and stand up and then bend down I'm just 
basically half of my body is on the chair and my torso and my upper chest is like leaning down onto the floor. Um, but when I reach over to the eraser, I just get, I get the scare of my life because like for a flash, there's just somebody standing behind me. Um, like very tall, made out of shadows. Um, and it was really strange experience and I don't really want to describe in detail how freaked out I was, but I shriek like full on like shrieking. I'm not going to do it here for the sake of your ears and your earphones, but it was a horrible experience. And after that, I felt like, you know, all of these things that I'm noticing and that experience in particular, is this like a sign that um, maybe this isn't something I'm ready for, or I'm not, I don't have the will for it. And that was something I thought about for a while in the process, doing a lot more research. And it seemed like, it seems like this is common whenever anyone starts any kind of occulted practice, whether it's like, you know, what you typically think of when you think of occultism or, um, you know, mystery religions in general, you get a scare in the beginning, right? Cause it's new and, um, you are unprepared, generally speaking. And so it didn't feel like I needed to worry that much about it. And I continued on reading and thinking and performing rituals. And I continued to think about this matter in particular of the darkness that demons can reflect within us and not even necessarily a bad thing, but like, for example, something a lot of Satanists talk about, not necessarily, you know, devil worshipers, but Satanists love philosophy, generally speaking, and many Satanists talk about pride as a virtue, and pride is a virtue as much as it is a vice, and some people would feel that that is a really dark thing about them to confront their own pride, and you also have to recognize how it has served you in your life, you know? I can be a very uncaring, um, insensitive person. This is something I think I've mentioned a couple times now before, but that doesn't mean I can't acknowledge the way that that has protected my feelings um, in the past and to this day. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, you just have to get real about things like this. You can't look at these things and come away from it feeling like, well, I guess I'm just a horrible person because I'm prideful and I don't care about anything. Um, you have to recognize how things are more complicated than that. And I think that's another gift that these demons give us. Um, another concern that I've had in the past, and I guess a little bit today, is that how do we need to define these entities? Are they aliens? I think a lot of people think demons are aliens. <laughs> I personally do not understand what aliens have to do with um, occultism and the paranormal. I don't understand the connection at all. It's really frustrating to me. I don't get it. I think if we're talking about aliens and serious scientific exploration, what does it have to do with like woo-woo spiritual practices? But this is a tangent for another day. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, some people think demons are aliens. That was my point. Some people feel that these entities are um, reflections of aspects of the psyche, which I wouldn't entirely disagree with, but 
mostly on the premise that, you know, everything we engage with is a reflection of ourselves in some way because the way we engage with things is in contrast to ourselves. Um, So there's that. And I mean, I don't know, some people... I don't even, do I even need to entertain the the notion that demons are entirely fictitious? Because I think I've spoken about this in episodes before, that I'm more interested in the way that belief changes our lives and less in the strict reality of spiritual forces. Um, I've said this before a couple times. I think revisit my episode, um, spiritual, no, um, altered states and something, something. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called, but... It's about altered states and magic and such. And I talk about belief and reality and things like that. Anyways, so, like, I think it's pretty clear by this point that I don't necessarily think one of these explanations is better than the other, except for the aliens one. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I really don't think any one explanation is better than another because either way, um, in people's workings with these... um, spiritual forces, these ideas, these thought forms, these egregores, whatever they are exactly, in working with them, people have found ways to better their lives and themselves. And I think that's what's more amazing about it. And even though it can be really upsetting and confronting to face things about yourself that you don't like, you can come out the other end with so much more benefits to yourself. And even though it can feel really upsetting and confronting to face situations that you would really prefer not to be in coming out the other end, you can turn that into such a benefit to yourself um, that can help you to benefit other people in turn that I just don't see why anyone has to be so, um, I don't understand why people can't see that. I can understand, um, feeling like this isn't for you, but I don't understand how you can't see its value. Personally, you know, Wicca isn't for me, but I definitely see its value in the lives of others. I would say the same about so many other religious practices. I would say that for, uh, Catholicism or Christianity or Hinduism, etc. These things have a benefit to people's lives and that's what I really am in favor for um, personally, you know? (sighs) Yeah, I think this is definitely related to tangentially, I guess, episodes I've done about Satanism in the past, of which there are two, I think, and this would technically, technically be the third one, but kind of not really. Um, something that I've spoken about before and that many people talk about a lot is the idea of the black flame within, you know, demon stuff, right? And it's, it's really an idea about, you know, sorry, it is a concept that is meant to describe the human spirit and individuality and um those are things that if we are being honest about them not everybody has equal access to because if you you know ended up by by no 
by no other reason than by chance in a situation where you have more wealth in whatever form that takes you you know at the end of the day just have more access to really exercising those aspects of your humanity and I think that as fun and exciting it is as occultists to talk about you know human souls and magic and influence and manipulation at the same time it's important to keep in mind that you have to work with what you have and you can't you know it's presumptuous to think like oh why don't like the whole conversation with um what is it called the law of attraction right that's something where if you are already starting in a good place it's much easier to attract better things to your life whereas you know like my point about the black flame is that if you have a soul-crushing job and have no time whatsoever to exercise your human will and spirit then it's sitting around collecting dust and there isn't a lot you can do about it and I think something that I would say is that you know you don't really have to work with these spirits even if we're talking about the demons of the Lamegaton like Paimon or Belial or whoever else in a manner that is exactly um of the books of these long drawn out rituals that have to be performed at incredibly inconvenient times to you to get the kind of benefits that I'm talking about if you do the magic in a way that is practical and relevant to you you will be able to see its benefits in how you are hopefully able to more manage your life if this is the path for you if this is something you're you're interested in of course um and I think that's very important and that not enough people talk about it like when I talk about how this stuff helps me to be a better person that's in the context of my lived reality as a queer black femme right I I am being I'm trying to be the best me I can be but the me that I am is still the me that I am you know in the context of how I'm seen by everyone else even if I do the work of trying to stop being you know so uptight about my emotions people are always going to see me as mean and callous because of being black and people just kind of assume black people are mean for some reason um or that black femmes especially are like you know harsher or whatever anyways the point i'm trying to make is that magic can help you with where you are as much as you know people don't necessarily always talk about that you know i think part of that is that a lot of people who like talk about this professionally have overcome a lot of their own problems um already not that they have no problems anymore but they've overcome a lot of stuff and they're in such a more better place god more better they're in a better place and so (laughs) things can get left out especially if it's generally speaking not really the focus of the community uh but magic should always be practical even if like for me i like to talk about ceremonial magic and i like the fanfare and whatever but you know I was trying to do ceremonial magic when I didn't have a place to live and I was staying with family and all that obnoxious stuff and it was tough and I tried to do it anyways and 
I did it in the ways that I could and it was a benefit to my life even though other people don't see that other people don't see the work that goes into working with these spiritual forces they think that they know everything about what this path means without ever having practiced it or learning about it whatsoever um and I have some stories I could share about that too but I don't really want to get into it um I will say however that um in one experience I had in particular um which was a demonic evocation um in particular I was really moved um not just because I had to face aspects of myself I didn't like, but I really could feel myself in my entirety. And I just felt so much empathy for who I am and who I've had to become. And that's really special. And I couldn't have gotten that any other way because any other way wouldn't have worked for me. You know, that's the thing about spiritual practices is that not every which way works for you. And you have to make up your own path that will. And if that includes demons or it doesn't, I either way, I hope that it is meaningful to you and that it's not just sitting around on a shelf to look good, you know? Do it, right? <sighs> Anyways, I think I'm going to wrap this up here. If you'd like to get into contact with me, you can always email me at babylonrisingpodcast.gmail.com. If you'd like to hit me up on Instagram, my Instagram is venusian.witch. Uh, both of these things are always linked in the description of the episode, even if you listen to an older episode and I say a random Instagram handle that I no longer use, um, I always update the latest Instagram handle in the description. So you can always just check that. Also, if you'd like to see some of the YouTube videos I make for your viewing pleasure, you can find my YouTube channel at um, venusianwitch. And... Uh, like I said, these things are always linked in the description. Until next time, Ave Babylon.